Bo Dallas soon to be five-time ROA champion. Uh, Tucker finally got his wish to probably be released because he ain't did shit since he came out showing the taco meat on his chest, the nasty hair. But it hasn't been washed. I think he was on Superstars getting busy, but hell, anybody could damn near do that. So he'll probably be a legend at the high school gym. Like Joe Johnson is a legend at the bank. He'll definitely be legend at the public's check cashing spot. Uh, otherwise than that, I don't have no slander for Callisto. I do have slander for Callisto. Why are you always next to Sasha Banks? I'm kind of hating, but that's besides the point. Uh, everybody else, I mean, I don't, I don't need to really bash Peyton Royce on this platform because we're professionals, but you know how I feel. Uh, I'm going to miss Billy Kay and Joe. I mean, Joe, man, a legend. So that's how I want to start out. Let me start out with the bullshit. Welcome to Kayfabe Ain't Dead, everyone. Uh, unless you've been living under a rock. Yeah, so officially an actual exact 365 days after Black Wednesday, where WWE released a shitload of people last year, which included Leo Rush, um, Rusev, and um, Maria Mike Kanellis, as well as uh, others, <clears throat> Eric Rowan and such. They decided to release about 10 more people today, mm-hmm. uh, which were the Iconics, which was uh, Samoa Joe, which was um, Bo Dallas, Chelsea Green, who I feel never really got a shot anywhere. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, and a few more names. I'm, I, I apologize. Uh, which is weird because I want to remind people these names that got released, I just want to remind you of some people that still employed by WWE. That would be one Velveteen Dream, hmm. one Jordan Devlin, hmm. one Jackson Riker, hmm. and Matt Riddle and Austin Theory. Hey, so, bro, you said the first two names, the second one especially. He was really out here doing what he was doing to them young women forcefully hey bro like the velveteen thing we already know what it is you know they still got i think they still got the investigation on florida they probably stopped it because it's florida uh they got better things to do in their mindset like you know mess with black people and they're going um, after matt gates yeah and put their little blue flags over their stupid fucking faces and talk about excuse my language i'm trying not to cuss but that's what i feel word to bernie Mac. uh and then, you know, they want to be Call of Duty characters. So I don't know how that's going. We'll we'll see how they decide to do that in the court of law. But that's some bitch. We seen Jordan. Well, we yeah. didn't see it, but. Uh, he was kind of one of the people that kicked this all off. Yeah. Didn't they let go? What's the pale dude with the mustache? Who? 
that was in uh two or five live with the little umbrella. Oh, uh, yeah, Jack Gallagher. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They let him go ASAP too. Yeah. But Jordan Devlin, who had, and we're going to get to it, had one of the worst ladder matches i ever seen in my life. And they let him stay. Ain't that a bitch. Yeah. So I was like, man, I don't know what that Triple H point means, but it means something. Yeah, but uh, it, it means a lot. And then if the case, and we'll talk about her later on, the queen, if you are Bianca Belair, he looking you in your eye, he hugging you and like you his child. But the point is, we talked about this before. The point is basically like, that's the white guy. He's good. He's good over here. Yeah. No. Um, well, they also let go of another legend. We got to acknowledge this too, which is Mickey James, a definite Hall of Famer. One of the greatest workers of the last decade, men or women. Um. So, you know, shout out to her, whatever she decides, wherever she decides to go. She could end up in NWA because I know she's married to Nick Aldis. So okay, I'm glad that you said she married because I was about to wild out. Yeah, be easy, man. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but she's over there with Melina. That's where that's where Melina's at now. You know how we feel about Melina. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, uh, she, take the microphones know. away before we do that. Um but we ain't spaz, spaz, you know. I mean, you just, you know, I, yeah, I, you know, we, we, it's, it's, it's love, it's all love, you know. What I mean, uh, the best, well, one of the best things besides your wife to come from was a high, where's rivers, not even Riverside, just the, the, oh, the, the, inland, uh, the high desert, yeah, the high, that's what we call it from LA, like that place out there further than when you got to yeah. say, I right, further out from San Bernardino, yeah, that, that place. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, oh, yeah, because the Bucks are you from Riverside. So, yeah, definitely Mrs. Your last name, Mrs. Yates, and then Melina, and shouts out to me, yeah, I guess. And that's from it. Pomona. They, they said Riverside. She's from Pomona. You sure? Yeah. That might That's explain the team. She's the up, up, down, down champion now. So, are they still doing the championship? Yeah, they just had their little uh, WrestleMania thing, uh, like free for all thing, uh, this past weekend. And since you know a lot of it's a few people that was on the card that was doing it, and a few people that wasn't, you know, really doing too much that was there, but it was uh, Mia Yim. Tyler Breeze, Cesaro, Adam Cole, Shayna Baszler. Um, I want to say Jessamine Duke. Just off the top of the head, off the top of the dome. Did they have Roman Reigns on there one time? Or I'm tripping. I don't think they ever got Roman. Okay, yeah, I don't think he played video games. I don't look like a man that, even though he got five kids, I don't think he played video games. And I don't, just don't think he... I don't think he. I think he just rather go home and talk, be with his family. He, yeah, he got five kids. I mean, yeah. be it. Uh, I think four of them were under five years old, but still. Yeah, I mean, Randy Orton do too, but you know, that's different. Yeah, he got wow. teenage kids that probably recite every single word to uh, a Lil Uzi song. Yeah, every every single word. Yeah, 
No, they know the Young Thug album by heart. Oh, shit. Thank you for reminding me. YSL drops tonight. Flying Language 2. I didn't even know that. Anyways, um, <laughs> going forward, uh, we are coming off. It has been one week now since NXT Stand and Deliver and about five days since WrestleMania. So I figure we go through that, spin that. Um, and yeah, let's start with the, uh, excuse me, NXT Stand and Deliver. What did you think of it overall? Uh, in the case of WrestleMania day one, it was the same thing with NXT Stand and Deliver. Um, and we'll get, I don't want to bounce around, so work with me. Day one was solid. I don't have the card, so I'm going off the top of my head. Uh, I got the card in front of me. So the card, night one card was on the pre-show, Zoe Stark and Tony Storm, Pete Dunne and Kushida, the six-man match with Bronson Reed, Isaiah Swerve Scott, Cameron Hold on Brown. one second, brother. If you mind, can we go uh, match by match? Yeah. Okay, so thank you for that. So with Kushida and Pete Dunne, uh, Pete Dunne being the best technical wrestler that we know of on the planet right now, even over Zach Sabre Jr. Yes, I said it. Uh, I agree. It, thank you, sir, because you got eyes, unlike some people, Davis. Uh, it, it I was Zach Sabre Jr. is third. I put Shayna Baszler at two. Okay, now we're gonna have a real conversation because all right, I agree with you even more. So it, it was what I expected. I think eventually Kushida got to win. That's all I can say. Uh, I, I don't really have any analytical breakdown for it because we know what Pete Dunn is going to do. I mean, he's going to get your fingers. He's going to break the mugs. Um, he's going to work somewhere around the wrist arm area to make sure you can't use your arm. Uh, I would have liked for him. I mean, of course he's a genius, but I would like for him to work the legs a little bit, even though Kushida has never been like a high flyer. But, you know, the fingers probably does more damage because it's like you can't hit the ropes if your fingers yeah. messed up. You can't lock up. You can't do anything. So that's probably the genius of it, whereas, like, the older workers will actually go for the, the legs. It's like being an older boxer, you're going for the, the body. Knee, you're going for the ankle. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if you're a boxer, you go for the body. Body. Yeah. You got to go. Yeah, you take down the tree, you go to the middle. So overall, I, I, I like the match, and that started off right with a real wrestling match, as I called it. Yeah. Um, the one thing I will say is they are very smart for, for giving Pete Dunne that Timothy Thatcher character, which make technical wrestling the character. That was okay for Timothy Thatcher. This was going to work well for Pete Dunne. This can go far from him for him. Because I appreciate the fact that they're working on his character now. Because we know the wrestling is there. Mm-hmm. Um, let's go to the next match, which was the six-man gauntlet match. Um, oh, just for those who don't know. Unfortunately, I didn't see the pre-show match between Zoe Stark and Tony Storm. But the one thing I will say is, and you'll probably hear me say this a lot throughout the, the week, or this episode, is... You got to put over new talent. Like, that's just what you got to do. You always got to be looking to put over new talent. Tony Storm is established. That win doesn't hurt her much. You might see her on Raw and SmackDown coming, 
in the next coming weeks. Um, so it's good to see uh, a young upcoming NXT star who they look they're looking to develop get the win. Uh, I don't know. Did you see that match? No, sir. Uh, somebody actually had me rolling. They they they. they <laughs> all right, I'll, just, I'll leave it alone. But basically, you know, they alluding to how she looks, and then in a positive way, then they just said she's a jobber, which is funny as hell. But I mean, she. I don't know, man. I. I I'm I'm not big on the whole Tony Storm thing. She decent. I think the way she works doesn't translate to the American talent. So maybe that's why because the American talent does the flippity flips and move at a hundred thousand miles, whereas the UK workers, which that UK style is probably my favorite strong style, or not strong style, my favorite style ever which lets you know my mindset when it comes to wrestling and how I could be a little bit boring. Yeah, so there's a match on here you're going to love. No, but I'm sorry. Continue. Uh, Yeah, no, no, no. That's it. It's just, you know, I think just because they think a little bit more technical and they tend to slow down and make sure every move is precise, it doesn't translate properly. So That's true. Tony Storm might not work well on the NXT roster, but on the main roster where they do slow things down a little more, she might do pretty well. Um, okay, now we go to the six-man gauntlet match, which was Bronson Reed, Isaiah Swerve Scott, Cameron Grimes, L.A. Knight, which still sounds like a nickname the game would give himself, uh, Dexter <laughs> Loomis, and Leon Ruff. I like this match. I really did. Uh-huh. I thought I thought the right person won. I thought we highlighted the right people. Um I don't like Dexter Loomis. I don't know where where he can go. He might be a guy that's just going to be in NXT forever because the main roster he's just a little too weird for. Uh LA Knight I am not very impressed with him, but I never liked him in NWA. I ain't gonna hold you. Yeah, I, I didn't watch too much of him, but this was a gauntlet match. I have to see his more his singles work to see what it really is with him. But it seems like it's a lot of uh, character work more than in ring work, which that'll do well on the main roster. But in NXT, that just ain't gonna cut it. Uh, Cameron Grimes, like I said, we've uh, remodeled him to being uh, Pulse Malone or Yellow Wolf or someone like that. <laughs> like, that's basically the character rebuild from him. He went from hillbilly to, like, you know, rich hillbilly. It's like, okay, so he's just a Florabama Shore dude. It's basically, uh, I don't know if you play Far Cry 5, but it's like the little preacher dude in Far Cry 5. He's basically just... What's that pastor that was hanging out with Justin Bieber? He, he like that jabroni. That's what he remind me of. But all that damn money, you can't shave your chest. The second time I think I talked about somebody not shaving their chest, that shit just bothers me when your grown man will talk on me, bro. I don't, I don't look at grown men like that, but, bro, it's just called upkeep. Yeah, no, I understand. Body waxing is uh, and hygiene is, is necessary, um, particularly if you're a wrestler. Um. 
What was the next match? But no, like I said, you got the proper two, which is Bronson Reed, who my thing was they had him stop putting Thick Boy on his uh, tights, and it was like, it's time, bro. You're about to win a title soon. So get serious. And yeah. then uh, and then um, Isaiah Swerve Scott, who comes off like a jerk at times, so it's probably best to make him a heel. And he's still talented enough where he could work. Uh, the only other thing I, I thought I had during that match was when I was watching Leon Ruff get thrown around. I was like, man. Vince is going to love him once he gets called up because he is going to job out to Lashley. He's going to job out to McIntyre. He's going to job out to Amos and Davocato and all of them. He's going to get thrown around all the time. Like all the time. You're just going to see that dude flying in the air. Yeah. Like he's he going to bump like crazy for all those big dudes. Uh, and then what we're coming to what I think might have been match of the whole NXT uh, night one and two, which is Walter and Tommaso Ciampa for the NXT UK championship match. Goodness gracious. I, so the back of his neck. That's the first thing I said. I was like, please do it. Just think of it as that goddamn flag. Slap it off the back of his neck. What, what uh, Uncle Jerome said, stop your daddy. Stop your goddamn daddy. That's exactly <laughs> what he did to him. So I was torn on who was going to win this match because I was like, man, they got Walter out here on U.S. soil, and that that's that's feet right there in itself. But then I was looking at Champa, and I was like, yo, he broke quarantine to shave his head. <laughs> I, really, I really don't know what's going to happen here. But in the end, you know, Triple H was like, you know, the, the, the expenses we had to, to do to get Walter out here to have this match happen in my in Florida. You losing. You losing. You asked us to pay all this money. This man only eats sausages. So, yeah, not hot link sausages, bro. Sausages. And in, in, in a pot, like he cooking, you know what I mean? Yeah. They got a Dutch oven full of sausages. And goddamn, the water is saucy water. He eating like yep. he poor. Yeah. And this ain't, these ain't like American sausages. Nah, these motherfuckers is imported. They came with him. Yo, if you just... If you just, just fucking put sausages in your backpack, yo, what type of disgusting person are you? Like, bro, are you that hungry? Imagine Customs just looking at this like, yo... Why is your whole bag just full of ice packs and sausages? Like we we got sauerkraut out here, my guy. What 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 are you doing? It's probably better. I'm. Well, he he's from Austria. Yeah, I think he's Austrian. Okay, so he, I don't, I, I don't know what they eat over there. So we're gonna go with sausage, and because it's in a place called close to Germany, and they speak German. Yeah, let's go with that. I don't know. Uh, I believe press tell me everything yeah. I need to know. So he probably Dude, is the best sausages. He's he's from Vienna, Austria. They make that that's the origin of Vienna sausages. Like the actual good ones, not the little canned ones you be getting. So yeah, he was yeah. Yeah. It's a wrap. 
Um, but no, that match was great. They was just <laughs> they was just treating Walter like he was Mano. Like if he slapped you, it was over. That's pretty much it. He sucked them back of his neck, kicked them, and all that shit. I thought it was gonna be a little bit more gruesome, like that match he had in NXT UK last year. But I mean, you know, this is Champa Champa can't take that no more. If this was a few years ago, yeah. Yeah, he would have let Champ Champa would have let him slap the shit out of him. Cause he was taking all the offense too. Yeah. Like I'm so like the interesting thing about NXT is it's very similar to a lot of other indie wrestling where if you are a big man, that doesn't mean you're just gonna be dominant and like no one can knock you down or anything like that. No, you can get hit, you can get knocked down. Mm-hmm. Cause they was like making it seem like they made it seem like Trampa is like 210 pounds soaking wet. Walter yeah. about 300 on the main roster. They would have never let Champa pick up Walter. He out here picking him up for air raid crashes and all of that. But um, no, nah, that was a great match. That's probably my match of the whole event. Then we had uh, the tag team match, which was MSK versus the Grizzle Young Veterans. And Legato del Fantasma with MSK picking up the titles. And my one of the thoughts I had during this match was, man, all three of these groups look like they do the high ankle slacks and loafers with no socks. Like all three groups, all six men. They more so, you know, MSK. Remember they had the gimmick when they was in Impact when they were smoking the trees. Yeah. What happened to that? Why they can't do that no more? I don't know. But all I know is Wesley looks like athletic David Diggs. That's he, it. He looked like man boy. Yeah. I was like, he, he got the Lorenz Tate braids doing flips. Yeah. Uh, apparently they booed them. Yeah, they got booed. They got booed on uh, NXT when they took on Killian Dane and Drake Maverick. And I was like, why? Yeah, but uh, carrying Ku Klux Cross, he got uh, a pop, and they said, you deserve it. So I said, once again, Florida. Florida. That's all it is, like, bro. First of all, I didn't know until the other day he was Puerto Rican. You could have fooled me because that he, he looked like one of them Aryan guys. So, Well, all I, I can I, say is. All I can say is if he's Puerto Rican, that nigga says nigga a lot. Oh, no, definitely. But he said it with pain. He said it with hurt. He yeah. said to inflict pain upon the person. He's like, I can say it. I'm Puerto Rican. I'm like, yeah, what, what, what side? How many quarters of dimes? Uh, big body don't love you, so you're not Puerto Rican. Exactly. <laughs> big body stay around the Puerto Ricans. If you ain't got no big body cosign, you can't be Puerto Rican. No. Um... But no, the tag team match was good. Um, going forward, I hope Legato Del Fantasma wins the titles and not Grizzle Young Veterans. Even though I like Grizzle Young Veterans because, like I said, they are everything that everyone thought the Revival slash FTR was. Yeah. It's just, man, it, it, it's something, just like you just said, man, it's something we've seen before. Like, bro, if this was the 80s and 90s, it'd be up. Hey, bro, I don't care about no damn. You could just wrestle. Cool. 
You know how many other promotions I could watch that? I watch MLK. MLK, I'm tripping. MLW. MLW. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm the only person that watches MLW that I know of. So if I want to watch this wrestling for an hour, I could watch it there. Yeah, that and like I said, like you you can't hang your hat on being the Black Keys of wrestling. Like, I mean, Tame Impala is in the match with you. You got to yeah. chill. But, um, no, nah, otherwise it was a really good triple threat. And I think the right team won because why wait on giving MSK the titles? Let them run with it. Let them have a great run. Let them be one of the best teams we've ever seen. Right, but now since they didn't get that pop, I don't know how it goes long term. Uh, might have to do the heel turn. But we'll see if they get booed next week. I think you got to wait to see if they get booed next week. Because WrestleMania weekend always bring out weirdos. Yeah, the night after it's always the funniest shit ever. Yeah. So, uh, and then we go to the main event of night one, which was Raquel Gonzalez and EO Shirai. And uh, yeah, good match. And the right person won. It was it was Raquel Gonzalez season. And she's come a long way since she debuted. Mm-hmm. And uh, they're doing something. They did something with her that I think they're going to do with Omas and AJ, which is put the big man, big person with the athletic worker who's really, really good and just hope they come along. And that's exactly what happened. They put her they put her with Dakota Kai. So like, hey, even if the matches was whack, they still had cam on it, just like Dame Dash said on college dropout. um so that you know even if the tag team matches early on wasn't popping they still had uh dakota kai over there to help out and she did until raquel gonzalez you know stepped up and became the thing to watch yeah and you know i expect her to be champion for a long time so shout out to her oh no absolutely uh Low Shirai, I mean, at this point, shit, what is there else for her to do as far as NXT? Like, we ask those questions often, but certain people, it's like, no, nah, they could stay a little while longer. I don't think nobody was out here like Cassius Uno need to go, you know, to the main card, him and his old Sacramento Kings jersey. But with her, it's like, damn, what else do she, does she need to do? Yeah, like, do you want to put her in the tag team division? Not really. Yeah, no, no, not not at this point. I mean, her and Oscar in the tag because you know they're gonna try to flip that around. It's like, yeah, maybe maybe that'll work. I mean, I mean that'd be crazy, but then it kind of demand. I mean, then long term booking, you have her run a few with Oscar. I don't know, but hey, 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 hey. the main roster don't do long term booking, fam. You know that. Yeah, I'm sorry, you. My fault, OG. You right. What's this long term? Three weeks? Okay. Shit. Two. Because I'm really surprised Nia Jackson and Shane have been tagged team champions this long. I, I had Natalia and Tamina uh, going over. We'll get there. Uh, but yeah, it's not much to say about that match other than like night one overall was pretty damn good. Um, And, you know, no real surprises because all the people who were supposed to win won. Mm hmm. And yeah, I think I had low going over though. I because when I made my predictions, 
I think the only one I was off about was Lowe versus uh, Raquel. I think that was the only one. Otherwise, now I think I got the rest of them right. I think for the most part, this whole or the past weekend, I had everything on both uh, shows uh, right, which is crazy. But, you know. Yeah. Not thinking long. Because, you know, just like you just said, long-term booking doesn't exist. So, with me and WWE, it's like, bro, I I know how this going to go. So, I don't really need to think long-term booking because they're not thinking no, no, not at all. Uh, so, yeah. As far as Io Shirai, you got to put her on Raw because SmackDown is already good enough. Like, you got Sasha over there, you got Bianca, you got Bailey, you got Carmella, you got some things over there that you can work with. Raw, we'll get to Raw later. But, Do um, huh? Do we have to? maybe we'll see um and let's start with night two i mean night two on the pre-show once again killian dane and drake maverick beat breezango for the number one contendership match didn't see it but both teams are pretty fun and i'm guessing the match was fine and then we go to the opening match of night two which wrestlemania also had this problem on night two which was the opening match yeah, which here it was Santos Escobar versus Jordan Devlin to figure out who's the undisputed NXT champion. And yeah, this match just never, I, I never got into it. Which match again? I'm sorry, brother. Santos Escobar and Jordan Devlin. Hey, man, one of the worst goddamn ladder matches of all time. Nobody going to sit up here and tell me you was entertained by that. They barely did any ladder spots. I don't tell me. Nobody could tell me about them trying to be safe because when you get in a ladder match, nobody is trying to be safe. All right, you know how many times Matt, Jeff Hardy, and Matt Hardy and the Swan Tom Bomb have sacrificed themselves for our entertainment off a ladder match. Yes, Jeff Hardy by himself. That match was ass, bro. And it was because of Jordan. I'm putting it on him because I don't like that little bastard. So it was on him. Nah, Santos matches be fire. That's what I'm saying. So who? That's what I'm saying. I'm about to start doing the Floyd stunner. So who? 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 I'm blaming on. I'm blaming on him. I'm blaming on Jordan, bro. Like no. you got one spot. You did one high spot. Cool. Like I didn't understand. I'm like, bro. They could just had a regular wrestling match. They barely did any spots with the ladder. Yeah. I, I, like, I was. You should have gave MSK and them the ladder match instead. A triple that ladder match with them. Yeah. You know they're gonna flip. Yeah, they young too. They gonna recover tomorrow, so it's like, why not have that? Yeah, man. San- Santos cold, bro. Santos definitely. Yeah. I mean, he, he ain't too a far lost champ no more, but still. Yeah, no, but Santos is good. I think they might be opening him up for either another cruiserweight run or potentially an NXT North American title run because Legato is dope, man. But um. Hell, I would like to see him in a NXT title match against Karrion Cross because they had that little rivalry for a minute. Feel like they should run that. But um, nah, this this match was just not good, and it it took a lot of energy like out of the room for me. I don't. I guess the crowd was into it, but yeah, I just, I just somebody lying. I just wasn't feeling it. That like, shit. I think that, that shit was horrible, bro. 
I don't think at one point the crowd was like cheering, this is awesome. And I was like, I see why you guys booed MSK. That's an, I'm like, bro, like, I mean, be it that it's Florida and be it that it's Jordan, you know, they kind of have the same beliefs when it comes to women for the most part. Not all people out here, but a lot of people in Florida do. Uh, yeah, I don't have really much to say, bro. That shit was that. That's one of the worst. Like, I'm, I really had to think about, damn, how many bad ladder matches are there? They ain't that many. It's the Undertaker Jeff Hardy one was fired because, well, first of all, Jr. was going crazy. Climb the ladder, kid. Yeah, he, Jr. was was blacking out on the commentary at that time. Bro, he was geek watching that match. So yeah, you could tell they didn't tell him what was going to happen in the match. Yeah, because now nah, he was too he was too turned up. I'm like, bro. So that match is fired not because of the commentary, but it was Jeff Hardy, you know, on that single run. Before he went to TNA and became a god, uh, yeah. I'm always gonna find a way on any podcast relating to wrestling to plug TNA. I'm just gonna tell y'all that right now. Y'all should y'all should know me by now. Everybody should know me by now. Everybody know who you are. Yeah, you know why I'm here when it relates to TNA. So yeah. it, it it's like that man. I'm I'm really like the Razor Ramon and Shawn Michaels match was the first one, so it's like all right, that, that's gonna be as good as it is because it was an experiment. Uh, yeah. At that point, but I'm really thinking of a bad ladder match. I don't yeah. think it's a, it's a single bad ladder. I'm even thinking about Monsters Ball because they integrate. See, once again, TNA reference. Uh, Monsters Ball match. They integrate ladders, and that's not bad. Like, bro, they really didn't do shit. And I was like, this is the most pointless ladder match in history. I'll do you one better. There was a ladder match with Jay Lethal, Matt Taven, and Marty Skrull. That ladder match was better than this one. I think I do remember that one. Yeah. That match was better. That that should tell you how I feel about this ladder match. Like, Jay Lethal couldn't save them. Santos couldn't save Jordan Devlin. Also, Jordan Devlin just looked like one of those dudes Jason Bourne beat the shit out of. That's That's all I can think about when I see him. I was like, Jason Bourne just be fucking you up, don't he? Yeah, so they be having the Tim in the fade. And yeah. he be hitting with all type of like goddamn chops and all that. He still don't fall. Yeah. Like that, they be wearing those jackets out of backpack material and stuff. It's just weird. It's weird. Yeah. No, I know exactly what you mean. I mean, he is a super villain in a sense. So you ain't yeah. that far off. And then we go to uh, the next match, which was the women's tag team title matches between Ember Moon and Shashi Blackheart. They defeated Candice LeRae and Indy Hartwell, known as The Way. I want to say one thing about this match. So throughout both nights, when they would have a match, they would put, and they would say something about the person coming out, they would give you little stats. And they would always put an intangible. For example, Walter was unbeatable. I think MSK was, they were high flyers. Things like this. Io Shirai, you know, the genius of the sky. For the way, when it came to Candice LeRae, her intangible was entitled. Mm -hmm. They called a white woman entitled. Don't ever tell me wrestling is fake ever again. Right. Like, don't ever tell me wrestling is fake. They looked at a white woman and was like, what's her intangible? Well, she's entitled. Shit. Shit. Damn, we got to do it. 
<laughs> if Triple H can recognize white privilege, the rest of y'all can too. Anyways, nah, the match was fine. Um, it, was, it was a nice, fun change of pace from that really boring ladder match. And you're going to have a really hard time not being entertained anytime Shotzi Blackheart is in a match. Like, you got to go out of your way to not be entertained. You, on the other hand, were entertained for other reasons. Yeah. You're getting fired. I mean, no, no, no. I, I was letting you get your shit off. Uh, yes, I'm hurt. Yes, I'm jaded. But that's besides the point. Uh, why is people mad at Ember Moon? What'd she say? I don't know. I, I don't know what she said. I, all right, hold on. I'm, I'm, I'm lying. Uh, apparently, I think she said something about her winning the tag title and winning the world title. And I guess she's trying to make herself a double crown champion because those are the only two women titles that you can get. So I guess she get heat because of that. But I'm like, oh, y'all should be mad at them goddamn Levi jeans she be wearing. Yeah, I mean, look, I don't have a problem. There's nothing wrong with being an NXT legend. There's nothing wrong with that. Like, to be a legend on the main roster is a little tricky. Like, this is the one thing I wanted to say about those uh, nine wrestlers that were released. Most of them, they just didn't have anything for you. There was only one wrestler on there where I thought, man, I, I don't get that at all, just because they were over, which was Billy Kay. But you know what did Billy Kay in? There was no live audience to pop for her. Mm-hmm. Like, had she had a weekly live audience to pop for her, she'd win the money in the bank or she'd be winning the title soon. She would have, like, people was, like, I was in. I was like, the wrestling can come, like. You can't sit up here and tell me that the ring work matters when I've seen some of the people you've made champions. Mm-hmm. So, like, but the character was there. People was in love with it. Whether it was a tag team championship or the SmackDown or Raw Women's Championship, eventually, it would have been nice to see her get it because she was a great character. I say all that to say, essentially, the what Ember Moon lacks not necessarily the character is a little bit she has presence she's a great in-ring worker the character ain't really all there and when the character ain't really all there you are going to be an nxt legend because nxt is the place where you can have two of the three and still be great because we won't care about the character so long as you can wrestle we good Shotzi got enough character for both of you well, she can wrestle. She can get a promo. So, you know what I mean? Shouts out to Shotzi. And Monroe can, too. I think he's just, you know, she, at times, she tends to say certain things that gets people a lot of heat, that get heat, that gets heat with a lot of people. So. She's also, to be fair, she's also a black woman. And niggas always get, like, in their feelings when black women say something that the same thing a white woman could say. And. And just that. So that that could be partially of As it. Peyton too. Roy says she wanted an opportunity. She got cooked by Oscar because she can't work. 
and then WWE said bet that up. So Iconics, uh, TNA, y'all should go. I mean, Impact, y'all should go. Shit, they only got about six women's workers on there, so y'all might as well go over there and win the tag titles. Yeah. No, 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 hold on, hold on. Y'all can't get the tag titles off Fire and Desire. Nope. No, no, man, you keep them tag titles on them for years. I'm just gonna yeah. say that. Shout out to Kiara Hogan. Um, Tasha Steele's uh, pressure. Pressure. Um, but nah. The next match was Johnny Gargano versus Bronson Reed. And I was torn on this match. I understand why Johnny Gargano won because The Way is a very entertaining group. And Johnny Gargano, I guess at some point, just decided to be what? Just decided to be Ben Stiller or someone like that. Yeah, that's all it is. Yeah, he just Ben Stiller in heavyweights. He, he kicked out – he couldn't – he only could do kickouts 20 times in the match before. we like, hey, bro, what else can you do? Yeah. So, you know, if you want to be uh, Ben Stiller in dodgeball, go for it, my guy. I support that. Right. You know. You know your next character better be Derek Zoolander, though, now. So that's all I'm saying. Uh, but, no, there's not much to write home about this match. Like, Bronson Reed looked great. And it's only a matter of time before he becomes the North American champion because a fat boy that can flip like that, you know. Remember Escalade and the and one videos? Come on, bro. Yeah. yeah That's yeah. how I think of Bronson Reed. Once you see a big dude with footwork, can't help but the level. Uh, somebody had me rolling when they said he was doing the backflips. Like, you seen that uh, big smoke meme that was going around? My baby, my baby, my baby. So I mean, driving me crazy. When they got big smoke doing backflips off of like the roofs and shit like that. The Grand Theft Auto one? Yeah, you, you seen that video? Yeah, I've seen that video. Yeah, that somebody said that's what Bronson Reed be doing. They ain't wrong. Keith Lee gotta be out there like this motherfucker stole my whole bar. First, bar for bar. Word for word. Willie Mack as well as shit. All the yeah, Willie Mack. Bronson Reed, I mean, Bronson Reed huh? is one of us. He's one of us. He's an African. Is he? I, I'm asking you. I don't know. I thought he was a Maori or oh, he's Samoan. I was about to say, I thought he's Puerto Rican. Let me see. He's, he's Samoan, which, I mean, if you follow the Paul Mooney uh, line of thought on this, you know what Samoans are. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah, because um, he was in ROAs. Oh, he's Australian, so yeah, he's Samoan. Yeah, yeah. Formerly known as Jonah Rock. Yeah, as soon as I looked it up, yeah, his name. Oh, his name is funny. His first name, it ain't funny, but I didn't expect his first name to be what it is. If you want to look it up, go ahead. Yeah, no, no. He is a Samoan Jermaine. That's crazy. His name is Jermaine Haley. This nigga could have been an R and B singer. Like, I didn't know they was giving people names like that in the UK. I mean, not in the UK, in Australia. Hey, you know, NBA players was down there, man. They trying to compare him to Vader. All right. That's not a bad comparison. Vader, a legend. Yes. Leon White. (laughs) Is that Jermaine and Leon White, bro? Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, both of them could have been R&B singers, had they sang. They would have to change it. What happened? They built like R and B singers as well. 
particularly eighties R and B singers. Like they could have they could have been in a group with Gerald Levert. Been the new OJs. Casting you get the casting over. You gotta get the suit though. Yeah. Nah, they uh what they album title be? Uh Flips and Barbecue. That's the country album. I rock with that though. Uh, I mean, that's how 80s and 90s, for the most part, it's like everybody in the 80s and 90s R&B album would be something like that. Or it'd be yeah. something like Sensual. Yeah, like, they'd just be on the album cover with like white linen on or something like that. Or looking up, like Jealousy killed the album covers yeah. because they all just like looking dead. They breaking the fourth wall or they're looking up at the sky. Yeah. So who would have been a Devontae then? Shawn Michaels would have definitely been a Devontae. No, nah, it's another. It's got to be another big guy. Uh, oh, really? Oh, it feels like boys the man. Uh, Keith Lee would be, definitely be the nigga with the deep voice. Keith Lee would, and I guess Willie Mack will be in there. Yeah. That's so the, that's the R and B group. They beat the the WWE color me bad. You definitely gonna need a lot of towels because they're gonna be big men sweating for no reason. Yeah, you want them uh, full towels, too, not the face towels or the body towels. Yeah, the full one, the fat man towel. Yeah, the one that go around the neck. Like what he got. I was in the background dripping. What was listening? Well, I mean, Vader did look like he listened to Teddy Pendergrass, so it don't matter. His name Leon, bro. He definitely was listening to Teddy Pendergrass. It's so good when somebody loves you back. Vader was in there fucking it up. I know it. That's why oh, Triple H, that's why Triple H and them didn't like him. They're like, this motherfucker be playing fucking, you know, mama used to say, take your time, you know. And they're sitting over here like, we want to hear some country or some metal. No, him metal. Yeah. Yeah, well, it's not damn country. Vader over here playing Jeffrey Osborne. <laughs> <laughs> Can we woo woo woo? Nah. You can woo woo out the locker room. That's what they was probably telling him. That's exactly what they told that nigga. <laughs> you ain't gonna ever win, win, win. That's a- <laughs> right, right, right. We're gonna bury you, bury you, bury you. Yeah. Uh after that match, uh, we had the NXT championship match, Karrion Cross versus Finn Balor. Karrion Cross was victorious. It was a fairly good match. And one thing I did notice about NXT this weekend, um, there was a lot of matches won with no finisher. I wanted to say that about Walter. This is how you know Walter is cold. Walter ain't got a finisher. Yeah, he just slapped the shit out you, and that's it. Yeah, or he might get a power bomb. He might tap you out. He might jump off the top rope. It's whatever that nigga feel like at that Right, just the whole point is to inflict pain. Yeah, like, they'd be like, Walter, what you want to do? Uh, DDT. That, that's that's the move you're gonna finish me with. DDT. See, I don't like, know why I was about to say C like he's Spanish. Yeah. Mm, I don't know how to say yes in Austrian. Uh, Skyza. I don't know. Yeah, like he Champa probably wanted to. So how you want to finish this? Walter was like, "I'm going to slap the shit out of you." Okay. Okay. That's it. You you gonna hit me twice? Yeah, in the back of your neck, like. 
Now the thing is with him, he probably don't even tell you where he's gonna hit you. He's gonna slap the shit out you. Yeah, and I mean, Karrion Cross did the basically did the same thing. Finn Balor was like, "So how you want to end this?" Finn Balor, Karrion Cross was like, "I'm gonna punch you in the back of the head." Where? Okay, okay. I can't <laughs> even. I can't even see it coming. I just gotta like feel it. You be in a match with him, he be like, you mean you be like, all right, bro, let me know when you gonna hit me. He quiet. Let me know yeah. when you gonna hit me. You get you taking the pin. Like I said, let me know. I'm gonna kick out just because of this now. But nah, the match was good because I mean, can Finn Balor have a bad match with someone? No. Like it's 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 incap he's incapable. I wanted to say this about Gargano. And I'll say this about him, and I'll, pr- I'll probably go this way with Finn, too. They are both better than Shawn Michaels. You said what now? Finn Balor and Johnny Gargano better than Shawn Michaels. I'm, I don't like Shawn Michaels, so I'm inclined to agree, but at the same time, I'm trying to think uh, as it relates to Johnny, Johnny Wrestling, because I've never really been a big fan of his, so I'm not a big fan of Shawn Michaels, so all right, cool. Let's go with that, fuck it, just for the sake of it. Because I was gonna say Finn, and that's not even a work, but you know, yeah, yeah. But uh, what was I gonna say? No. Nah, oh, we so in that- the uh, the KKK era. Yeah, we are in the Carrying Cross era. He might as well have a like a carrying K cross or something like that at this point. But um, because it's like, bro, that, that's that's your that's your stage name. That's that's your whole thing. That's the stage name you want to go with. I mean, you can't be Killer Cross, which You're damn near at that point. Yeah, but um, no, nah, it was the right thing. He never lost the title, and this was the best match he had of his NXT WWE career. And it's because, you know, like I said, Finn just can't let nobody have a bad match. Like he's going to carry you to a, a good match. And I remember <clears throat> when Karrion Cross won the title against Keith Lee, that match was okay. But I don't blame that on Keith Lee. I put that on Karrion Cross. But Karrion Cross, I have to admit, was very good here. He he sold. He he did the story work. He did what he was supposed to do. We just got to make sure he keeps that going because, I mean, the fans are on his side, which, I mean, hey, there's also a lot of Jericho fans down there. I'm not saying anything. I'm not saying there's a correlation per se. I'm just making the observation. Right, right. No, no, no. He's, he, no, he's that's where you want to be, right here yeah. with his loved ones. And then, uh, you know, the the main event of the whole shebang was uh, your man Kyle O'Reilly versus mm-hmm. Adam Cole in the unsanctioned match. And <clears throat> I saw some weird criticism for this match. Like, if you want to say it was too long, fine. I can't really... This and that. But unsanctioned matches, I mean, that's just kind of what you're asking for. It's supposed to be long. It's supposed to be brutal. It's supposed to be a little over the top. I'm fine with all of that. 
That's what you're supposed to get. For the people that were comparing AEW's unsanctioned matches to WWE's unsanctioned matches, you have to remember they are two different companies. They have two different philosophies on what brutality is. So when you see an AEW brutal match with thumbtacks and all this stuff, that's what AEW likes to do. This is what WWE likes to do. And don't sit up here and tell me someone kneeing someone in the back of the face with a chain around their knee is not brutal. Not going through the stage, don't tell me it's brutal. Someone got hit in the face with a TV. There was a brain buster on a table, and that didn't break. Mm-hmm. We had some brutality in this match. Whether you, Just because there was no blood doesn't mean there wasn't brutality. Right. You go ahead. No, it was um, it was it was as PG as they can do it compared to the matches they had in PWG, so it worked out well. We we've seen them have great matches before, and this was another added one to that whole. We keep doing this dance over and over and over, so it, it worked out in the sense of that way. So, no, I, I enjoyed it. Uh, it was long as hell. It was a fight. Uh, he kicked through the goddamn stage with them little ass boots on and yeah, overall it was good man. I don't really I don't have any complaints about it whatsoever yeah yeah no it's, it's, it was the match they did I like the idea of like a rivalry being so personal that they had to have security to separate them until the match started which was a smart like theatrical thing because otherwise you know, you just get the thought like, okay, these two motherfuckers are in the back right now and are not fighting. Like, why? Mm-hmm. But, nah, that's that was it. So, overall, I will say this is the best NXT I've seen probably within the last year or so. Yeah, um, the last one I really enjoyed was NXT TakeOver New York in yeah. 2019. So, anyways, let's move on to WrestleMania. Uh, we got no pre-show here. We're just going to get straight into it. Um, yeah, Bobby Lashley beat Drew McIntyre for the WWE Championship to kick off night one. And, I mean, you know, I will take black history in April. We'll do it. You know, it seemed to be that black history keeps expanding you know, past February, so. Yeah, I'll take it. I, I'm never mad at it. Uh, I like that they swerved the audience here because I thought that was the most obvious one. Like, oh, yeah, Drew's going to win because they want the pop. And Vince was like, man, fuck that pop. Bobby, go out there and win. The main thing was I thought they was going to get struck by lightning. Yeah, it was raining heavy out there. Yeah, I'm like, bro, that's what they – I thought, shit. And then I thought WrestleMania was going to get pushed back by, like, two or three hours. Nah, that would have been – that would have been hell. Yeah, that no way. Been. Eastern Standard Time, trash as it is, it's like, bro, it's time to go to bed, big feeling. Yeah, they'll be like, oh, the first match coming on at 845, you got All an right. hour. Right. You got an hour. Uh, <clears throat> Next match, Natalia and Tamina. I didn't really like the tag team turmoil match, but I thought the right people won. 
Yeah, I I, I I got that one right as well as far as my predictions. Uh, it just seems to be. And then when we get to night two, I thought it was going to go the other way around. But, you know, after you get a promo cut on you by Paul Heyman, you better let me win. Yeah. Yeah. There's nothing more to that. Um, we got Cesaro, Seth Rollins. Shout out to Seth Rollins for putting Cesaro over. In the yeah, way. That's what happened. And Seth Rollins is out here giving him everything. He was out here doing X Games moves off the top rope. I saw he did a frontside 540. You can't tell me no different. Um, But now, nah, you know, Cesaro was out here, you know, looking like a drum majorette in a, a black marching band in college, the black HBCU band, the way he was spinning him on his neck. Yeah, several times. He's spinning, nigga. He's spinning. Yeah. It's like, man, I'm. Cesaro might be the first person to get CTE from just being dizzy. Bro, that's why his hairline like that. Yeah. Other down spinning. Spinning. <laughs> just watch a car drifting. That's Cesaro. When you see them cars doing donuts and peeling out, yeah, that's Cesaro. Yeah, I thought they was going to give him 20 minutes. They gave him, what, about 15 or so? They had – so I'm looking at the times. Only one match went over 20 minutes. Cesaro and Rollins had 11 and a half minutes. Oh, yeah, that's upsetting. It seemed like, but they got a lot done within that time, but I felt like they could have had more. Yeah, they, they definitely could have, but I mean, it worked for what it did because it didn't feel like, it felt like a good longer period of time, but, you know. Yeah. No, I absolutely agree with you. Um, the next match was AJ Styles and Almas versus the New Day. I mean, the match went the way it was supposed to, but can we just make fun of the way Almas's uh ring attire was? Like, well, he's out here dressed like Blade, bro. Yeah, nigga just cut the sleeves off of church clothes. Like, I, I see what you're doing. You, you, you're a deacon. I thought he was going to be sweating, too. It's like, bro, it's hot as hell. Yeah, I was like, well, he's an African man. It's, he used to this. He does this. So I was like, yo, man. I thought he was going to keep the coat on. And all I could say is I just really want to ask Omos, bro, how much are they paying you where you can keep getting these coats custom made? Bro, I want to know who his tailor is. I want to know where he buys clothes at. Them fits be fire, bro. Yeah, I'm like, like is, is 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 Vince paying for these? If he getting paid suits instead of you know getting money, I I I, I believe not. I don't want that, bro. Just give me the money. But yeah, but this man, you gonna fuck around and have this man being in like guests or like Marco or Ralph Lauren or something like that? I was about to say Marco Polo. But nah, nah but, yeah. But then he had uh, it looked like he had some boot cut Levi jeans, but apparently yeah. name on them as well. But I, but the jacket, that's what I'm saying. Like I thought he was gonna come out and wrestle like in the suits, the turtlenecks he be having. Yeah, I was like, yo, if you came out and wrestled in a turtleneck like you, Nino Brown, my guy, my guy, it would have been great. We'd have to come out to Christopher Williams. Don't wake me. 
Man, oh, that's turd on that, bro. But yeah, nah, them, them jackets he be having, like that dark blue one. I said, bro, I need that. How how small would you feel if you put on his jacket, bro? <laughs> what was that with David Stern? I think he had like LeBron jacket, his draft jacket, and he looked like a little kid. It's like uh, in the Drake video. Yeah, you just look like a little, you know how they be having a little, the kids act on top of each other when they trying to sneak and get a ticket for a movie. That's yeah. how I would look. Like, almost 7'3", bro. Yeah. No, absolutely. But, uh, what was I going to say? The next match we have, I mean, it was the right move, too, because, you know, you can't have him lose in his opening. So they should be fun as tag team champions. It's also just fun to watch AJ Styles kick. He's also a Grand Slam champion now, so shout out to him. Um, but the next match, I'm gonna let you get this off because it's Shane McMahon, and I want you to talk about how Shane McMahon put Braun over to be a champion. Because Shane McMahon is one of the greatest of all time. That's why. So he did the favor for Braun Trash as Shane will bump. He did it for Steve Blackman. He did it for Big Show, who was trash. He he does things for people when he don't have to. And more times than not, they give him something back in return. And the match, like you supposed to do, like the Kevin Owens and the Undertaker, they give back. You know, in the case of Braun Strowman, he went off the top of the cage. He about 50 years old or somewhere close and did it. Y'all ain't going to sit up here and tell me that Shane McMahon is not one of the greatest of all time. He had the custom baseball jerseys. I don't give a damn. Y'all want y'all, what Big E says, y'all want y'all technical matches. I want Shane McMahon jumping off shit, doing Van Daminators and custom baseball jerseys. Classic to me. Kurt Angle versus Shane McMahon, King of the Ring 01. Classic. Come on, bro. He got classics on top of classics. He gave Braun a classic. I don't know if that was a classic because it's Braun. Because well, yeah, it's Braun Strowman. But it was a good true. match. That's what I'm yeah. saying. That's what I'm saying. Like he'll he'll give you something. You gotta just do something back. Like, bro, Brian don't fucking move. He don't want a no sell. It's like, bro, stop. Yeah. And I mean, to be fair, that's Vince and them telling, like, you big, you can't be selling out here. Like, if it hit and I if it hurt to get hit, I gotta get hit eventually. But you know how I thought that match was going to end? I thought since he ripped through the cage, Braun was going to throw him through and back body drop him through the hole. Yeah. He's just going to be shooting out that motherfucker. Like Goofy. I thought, no, I thought he was going to get on top of the cage and do his signature spot like an elbow drop or something like that. Yeah. And he missed... And they just, like, can WWE admit yet that they just don't know what to do with Braun? Like, they, bro, they don't. He just big. That's it. He big yeah. for no goddamn reason. What they say, air blistles wall for no reason. Yeah. Vince just, Vince just can't bring it to throw away someone that big. That's all it is. He's like, he's 6'8", 350, goddammit. I can't just throw him away. Yes, you can, because he's trash, bro. Like, I told someone is 
I told the homeboy this. I was like, you know what will fix Braun's problem? Let him lose matches cleanly. Don't let him sit up here and have to get disqualified or there has to be shenanigans for him to lose. Just let him lose. Every match where he just takes a regular old L has been fine. It's been fine. It's when you guys got to figure out all, okay, we got to do all these stipulation matches to make sure, you know, he looks strong still. Like, you know what makes someone look strong? At the possibility that they could be weakened. Braun don't ever look weak, even in a loss. That's what I'm saying. Like, bro, they act like he didn't get rocked. He went over on Goldberg. I mean, it was a circumstance thing, but still, bro. Yeah, like you can just you. It's okay for him to lose, bro. He's the strongest jobber of all time. Like, I mean, yeah. he don't even be mid card. He be somewhere between like main card and I'm just not doing shit this week. Yeah, and I mean, he is the one U.S. title win away from being a Grand Slam champion. Oh, you're gonna get that, bro. Yeah, he's absolutely gonna get that. Um. And then we go to the match of the night, or runner-up for match of the night, which was Bad Bunny and Damian Priest versus The Miz and John Morrison. Bro, and I told y'all, man, he been putting in work he, five days a week, bro. Hey, man. That man, you know what I mean? He doing better than some people, and this supposed to be their main job. This is side yeah. gig. All I'm going to say is uh, Benito Antonio Martinez Acasio put that work in. That's his whole name. Yeah, you you better than me. I was just gonna say the bunny. Yeah. But now nah, he came out and did the music video, and I was like, okay. Yeah, okay, that came truck out on is the, the signature. Yeah, Damn. came out came out on the truck. You know. Booker T played in the background. Yeah. yeah, out here looking like a Matrix character and all of that. You got the back brace on, like that looked like gun holsters. I was like, okay. Shit, he was dressed like he was dressed like Blade. Fuck that, like yeah, little bulletproof vest on and all that. Yeah, Damian Priest came out looking like you know a BDSM Puerto Rican sex god. Like, and they came out looking like a Saints Row character. He really did. It'd be them random dudes you just hit the random button on in uh, in two K WWE two K. Yeah, now that was him. That's him. People, people don't know he's 38 years old. I'm like, bro, yeah, he's 38, man. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, all I'm gonna say is uh Aaron Corbin better watch out because this dude's six five and like actually talented, like can work in the ring. You're gonna have a hard time, my guy. No, nah, that's what I'm like, bro. If he was a little bit younger. Yeah, it it'd be up if he was a little bit younger, man. But you know, I, I think you know now he's injured. Damien is injured right now, and you know his age mostly. So you know, hopefully he don't get cut. You know, they they cut Joe. Joe got in a little bit too late, so hopefully he don't cut Damien like the same way. I doubt it though. No, I think they got. I think they'll he'll be all right. I really do. Um. <clears throat> Was I gonna say? No, 
I, I I think um I think he did a great job. Like he, I mean, every like everyone said, he's he's the best celebrity wrestling match they've ever had. Like bar none. Yeah. You know, it's it's over to Mayweather and Big Show because you know, I mean, Mayweather's doing a couple of spots, but Bad Bunny legit could have had that one on one with the Miz like they originally had. Yeah, no, he absolutely could have. He was he was putting in the work. And shouts out to uh, Adam Pierce and Drew Gulag and Brian Kendrick who trained him. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, which is you know kind of a reminder. Hey, let Drew Gulag do something. Yeah, or at least train people. There's nothing wrong to train. I mean, you know, TJ did the the he produced the Sasha Banks. Or I'm tripping. Which match did no, he, he produce? No, he produced that. Okay, cool. So I was like, yeah. which, wait, which pick that up because that's. That's the next match we talking about, which was the match of the night, probably the match of the whole weekend. Mm-hmm. But probably my favorite match between that and NXT, which was Sasha Banks and Bianca Belair and for the SmackDown Women's title. And I want to say here uh, that Ashton dude that's in WWE NXT UK that I thought was hilarious to go back and forth with. Because he was sitting here agreeing with JBL that it's just history and not black history. Okay. I ain't going to get too heavy into it. But all I'm going to say is this. If it's not, if it's just history, why is it history? Thank you. It's based on something. Because you can't, like Jerry Lawler, I mean, you know, if it was some young woman, he would have said it's history because, you know, Day of yeah. age, this point being eighteen, usually he go younger than that, but that's besides the point. Uh, he, when he said, that, "I was like, all right, we off to the bullshit." When he said, "The first woman ever to main event WrestleMania," I said, "Okay, he's not old. He's just saying some bullshit." Because we saw it in 2019 in the Triple Threat match, all right. So, and then JBL saying it's not about black women. I'm like, man, see, this that bullshit right here. But I already knew what to expect. And then Booker T like shaking his head agreeing like all right bro so it's like all right whatever 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 so the first person to actually say something positive was michael cole yeah michael cole said it i don't i don't know if somebody told him through the headset to say it but i feel like with michael cole he probably was gonna say it regardless i mean maybe tj told him to say it yeah i feel like michael cole would have said it regardless like i don't michael cole don't seem like a dude that's just like trying to put himself over for the most part i think for he just you know i mean i don't know him but it just seemed to be he's trying to do what essentially the right thing you know i mean like he don't be out here wild and we we never heard him he's been a part of wwe since we was kids we haven't heard any michael cole stories wild and shit like that he just seemed to be a dude man i'm just trying to feed my family go home and do my job yeah it's still wild that michael cole went from the backstage announcer to commentating we remember the rock used to be picking on them oh but yeah absolutely. maybe that's one of the things too like you know if a man guy is cracking jokes on you and you could take it then maybe you are cool it's like the same thing with me like if i'm cracking jokes on you then i fuck with you if i can't really crack jokes with you or crack jokes on you then i shouldn't talk to you because you take shit way too serious in life so True. i mean wow. you know the rock was getting on the coach head back in the day too so yeah no um but nah, the match was match was great and like i said it like if you if the only way like i told that dude is the only way 
people who ain't black could acknowledge that being history by taking the word black off of it, you got to ask them why they need to do that. Because Michael Cole didn't have no problem with it. Now, <clears throat> let's get to the match because that's the most important thing here. So, y'all gonna have to move Sasha Banks up from number six on that list. Well, she wasn't supposed to be number six. She shouldn't have been in the top three, if not number two, number one. Yeah, because, I mean, I know accomplishments matter, but, hey, man, Sasha, like, someone made this point, and this is a fair point, is that you can look at her and Asuka and see that neither one of them have ever won at a WrestleMania, which is a wild thing. Mm-hmm. But the other thing is you can't pick a bad match from them at WrestleMania, which is the more important thing. Mm-hmm. Is they always show up, they show out. You can always depend on them not to just have good matches, but high quality matches. When the lights are at their brightest and there's the most pressure on, they that is where they thrive. That is where Sasha is on her JO. Like she gave Bianca everything that night everything bianca needed to win that match and go over looking strong she gave it to her and mm-hmm. i don't i don't know too many other workers in wwe who will give you that much and still get themselves over like not at the expense of you because <clears throat> excuse me yeah, it was the right move. I know there were some arguments with people was like, Sasha should win. And I was like, Sasha don't need it. That's what it came down to. It's just like, you know what I mean? It's, it's unfortunate that she's like, oh, and whatever at WrestleMania, but she she don't, man. And this is something like, you know, she already established herself as one of the greatest of all time. It's one of the things where she established herself one of the greatest of all time, and she's won, so it's you know, not at WrestleMania, but, you know, different pay-per-views, different shows. And, I mean, to be honest, this is the first time she's had the longest – She this is her longest time having a title. Yeah. Usually she lose that mug in about a week or two. She's had it for a legit couple months, so that should be an accolade on its own. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, and, you know, like I said, like – Sasha, <clears throat> so Sasha had the belt for 167 days. Mm-hmm. And one of the things I really appreciated about this match is if you saw like any of the videos people took after when Sasha was supposed to be on the side selling, she had a really hard time because you could see how happy she was that Bianca had this moment. Mm-hmm. And that was one thing I really wanted to highlight because we always talk about Sasha, like people, not we, but there's always this, uh, image put out of Sasha that, oh, she's a diva. She always wants to go over. She's never happy when she doesn't win. She's never this and that. And she couldn't have looked more thrilled for Bianca. She couldn't have looked more happy for her. Yeah. Because, yeah, Sasha ain't, uh, I don't want to disrespect, but Sasha ain't Brock where, like, this is just a business to her. Right. Like, she actually loves this shit. So she see you putting the work in, and she saw I got to be a part of the first uh, main event of WrestleMania where it's two black women. You ain't going to ever get that other mo- that moment again. And they got it. And they delivered. Right. 
So, you know, whatever Sasha do going forward, if they decide to move her to Raw, if they want to put her back in the tag team division, whatever, she'll be all right. Hell, she might win the Money in the Bank match. Oh, shit, they released Mojo Rowley. I'm listening to what you're saying, my fault. Oh, well, he wasn't doing I didn't know he was still on the roster. <laughs> Maybe. Mm. All right. No, going back to what you were saying, yeah, it's, bro, you know, this is history. We'll, we definitely not going to see this again, uh, which is fine because you got a once-in-a-generation talent being Bianca Belair, uh, the it of pro wrestling. And then you got Sasha Banks, uh, already a feature Hall of Famer, and you know, X, Y, and Z. So it, it was great that we got it. And then we got the match where it was like the match didn't even need to be that good. It was just a point of how everything was, even though the buildup, I think the buildup was bad, but the match had to be good. But it, it was great. So the match alone was great. And then we got. The outcome, which a lot of people were happy about, I think people would have been happy. For the most part, all people would have been happy either way. But the fact Bianca got this, you know, at her first WrestleMania, lets you know everything about, you know, what we need to know. So, I mean, Vince must believe if he did that. He he must believe if he if he let that one go. Yeah, and the other thing is, I think we got to the way we talk about. Bianca being the future of the business, you got to remember Sasha is younger than Bianca. Mm-hmm. So Sasha is still the future of the business. Well, like, she's the right now, but the thing is with her, she said she wanted to retire tomorrow. That's fine. That, yeah. That's the thing with her. She's younger. She, But if she said, all right, I want to retire tomorrow. No, the Hall of Fame is already hers. Yeah, like it's, it's like she won the greatest of all time, so it's like, all right, cool. Well, it's, it's it's like LeBron now. It's like, shit, you just playing for the love of the game right now. You don't have anything else to prove. No. No. You're just running up the numbers, which, hey, keep running them up. Yeah. Keep running them up. But, nah, um, I, I I thoroughly appreciate it. Um, yeah, so night one was great. Like, night one was incredible. So, then we get to night two, and it had this, like I said, it had the same problem as NXT night two. It started off with a match that should not have been the beginning. Mm-hmm. Like, where, so, where that one was, the latter match was just playing out bad. This one was just, why would you start the night confusing people like that? Yeah. Because, like, I, like, whether it's good or bad at that point, it don't really matter. It's like, because this is clearly a match that's more about story than, like, match quality. But I don't know what the fuck that Alexa Bliss thing was. I'm talking about Randy Orton versus The Fiend. Hey, man, listen. That that shit freaked me. I'm I'm a dope male that made it out of South Central. That shit freaked me out. That, yeah. oh, shit. I He's said, bro. She out, she out here had a crown of busted pins. I'm like, what what am I supposed to do with this? <laughs> that's a little. It's just like, bro, I just think that's how all white women wake up with that ooze on them. That shit just freaked me out, bro. I, I yeah. can't hold you. I said, what is what is going on? Yeah. We need to pray. Job, please help us. What? I got to admit, Braun looked good, man. I mean, Bray looked good, man. Like, he, he, he slimmed down. 
No, bad. Hey, man, I, I keep trying to tell people this is about to be a, a, a classic summer. This is about to be one of them summer for the ages. Everybody getting their bad bitch body. And apparently, he yeah, got yeah. Maybe he went to Dr. Miami. I don't know. JoJo said, I ain't dating no fat man no more. I'm like, nigga, I got the baby weight. Yeah, I mean, Dr. Miami soon come. That's why he be taking breaks. In between, he got to get the tummy tuck. Yeah, man, nothing wrong with it. Nothing wrong with it. You know? Shout out to him. Go get the work done. Live your if best he, life. If he come back with abs, I'm like, all right, bro. And then hey. This is the new iteration of The Fiend. Hey, I mean, certain people's favorite rapper uh, was accused of doing it. So, I, you know, if, if Bray want to get some abs, let, let him get some abs. Hey, man, we ain't talking about the GOAT right now, but I feel you. Yeah. But, um... <clears throat> No, nah, that match was just confusing. Like it didn't need to start. It it was not a good starting off match. Cause and I think so, that match made the next match lose even more steam, which was Nia Jackson, Shayna Baszler versus Natalia and Tamina. Once again, not a bad match. A little surprising, but as I told my homeboy, look, you guys want the 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 tag team title, the women's tag team titles to feel strong, to feel important. Mm-hmm. So you've had dominant champions for a while now. You've had dominant women's tag team champions in Shayna Baszler and Nia Jax. So you just got to ride with this, man. Like they are the ones that are legitimizing this. They have held the titles now for 186 days. They are the longest reigning champions they're one of three two-time champions. So I think, yeah, you just you got to be okay with it. So I'm cool with it. Um, I, I had them to go over, man. I thought, like I said, if uh, Paul Heming going to say shit about me, I don't, I'm, I don't give a damn. I got to go over, bro. Yeah, it's just, I mean, as someone, I think someone on Cultaholic put it, they don't ever give Tamina nothing nice. Yeah, it's, not uh, at all. But she should be, like, at least a two-time women's champion by now. And she should have been a tag team champion by now. But, you know, maybe they'll get it soon. But then again, Mandy Rose and Dana Brooke might get it with this Barbie girl gimmick. Yeah, I don't understand this at all. Mandy Rose out here tripping, and she made a whole meme about it, which is, you know, you got to make fun of the situation like that. But that shit could have been bad as well just because that damn rain. I didn't even know that she slipped until somebody said it. I'm like, all right. Yeah, but, I mean, she came out of it all right. She didn't break her tailbone or nothing, which is all you can ask for. Just the only thing that's hurt is pride, and she seemed to be all right there. Um. But yeah, no, that match, yeah, like I said, they don't give Tamina nothing nice ever. They should, but they don't. And shout out to Shayna Baszler for getting her first WrestleMania win. So that's good on her. Um, next we have Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. And yo, man, I didn't realize how over Kevin Owens is with everybody because he had one of the largest pops of the night. Mm-hmm. Like 
I, I, I'm sorry. I just didn't know. I didn't realize he was still that that big with people. Uh, might be time for an IC title run. For Sammy again? No, for Kevin Owens. Oh, okay. I don't Sammy, think... Sammy, you can make the argument with this conspiracy theory gimmick that he should win the money in the bank. Mm-hmm. I don't know if he cash in on Roman. He might have to cash in on Lashley. Yeah, no, 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 no. You know, Roman is teaching us very quick. You know, I mean, play, don't play with me, man. Play, try Jesus, don't try me. Yeah. Um, but yeah, not much to say about this match. Logan Paul ate a stunner, which is good. He should get his ass whooped every chance he, someone gets. Absolutely. That's, that's really it. Uh, Sheamus kicked the shit out of Riddle. And I feel like that's the whole review of that match. That's all we need, bro. Kick that damn kid as soon as he did that backflip. Need the shit out of him. And I don't like yeah. Sheamus, so I was like, all right, bro. Yeah. So Sheamus, you know, I think if he wins another IC title, he'll be a two-time Grand Slam champion. Uh, trash. But we can move on. Let's see. No, I want to look into this now. Let's see. WWE. Oh, he's never won the Intercontinental title. So he'd have, to, he'd have to win two IC titles. Okay. He's done everything else. All right. Let's Coming see. soon, another one. Yep. Then we got Apollo Crews beat Big E in a Nigerian drum fight. And I was amazed that they actually had cultural drums. They weren't like culturally accurate, but nigga, they was green. It was the color of the Nigerian flag. So I mean, I don't know my my brother Apollo Cruz. We here. I told people he's gonna win the title. He's gonna bring it home to Nigeria. Shouts out to my Nigerian brothers and sisters. Uh, we here. I I, I told my brother. Jay, that I would do my ancestry. I'm Have you here done it to, yet? I'm here to let you know I'm not spending sixty dollars uh, to do it. Uh, <laughs> I'm a, in every in that sense, I'm frugal. I'm I'm horrible at spending money, but in that sense, I'm frugal. Uh, and I feel like I shouldn't have to do it. I think it should be free. Uh, and I think because you know we were taken away from the land, I should be able to say where I'm from in Africa, even though I should go ahead and look because maybe I'm more Cameroon than anything. Maybe I'm more Ghanaian than anything. Hey, man, no. I'm going to say I'm Nigerian. For now, I'm just going to lie and tell people I'm Nigerian because what if I really am? What if I'm 56% Nigerian? That's half. I'm Nigerian. That's a lot. So I can say I'm Nigerian. I'm going to do that. Eventually, I'm going to do the ancestry. But I think, you know. Until then, you're going to Rachel Dolezal, your Africanness. Yeah, why not? Because what if? I might be related to Jandaya. You might be. You and Jadena, <laughs> you guys are the same color, so you might both be Nigerian. Yeah, so. I'm just not a classy man, unless we're doing that with basketball shorts. Yeah. In that sense, yeah, I got a bunch of basketball shorts and hats. Yeah. I'm the recreation man. So, yeah. yeah. You always ready to hoop or sleep over at someone else. That um, part. 
because it's hot. No matter where I'm at, it's always going to be hot, and it's not because of me. Yeah. Uh, you want to talk about how they had Dabo Cato out there looking like a Salvation Army man? That, oh, my man, Dabo Kunta came yeah. back. We about to get that tag title. Put the tag titles because yeah. they don't care about the tag titles on SmackDown. But I bet you if you put it on Dabo Kunta and you put it on Apollo, we're going to care about it, bro. He came That's out there. He came out there looking like El General. Boom, boom, mommy, mommy. Doo, 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 doo. He came out looking like my guy from Killer Instinct with the dreads. Yeah, man. Like he came out there looking like a Call of Duty villain. He's just like, what are you? Like, this no, Zang is alternate clothing. No, they got to put the tag titles on them ASAP. I can't wait to hear their promo tomorrow. The funny thing is, at the end of the match, all you hear Apollo saying, I told you. He just had, he just put the accent on. I told you. The title would be mine. Like, you just hear him cutting a promo in the midst of all the loudness. You just hear him cutting a promo, which is great. No, this is this is what we needed from Apollo. When he first came out, and you know what I mean, he put the he put the kente cloth around his neck. He came out with the spear. I said, oh, shit, this is about to be really good or really bad. And it was the first. It was really good. Yeah, and this is what we needed. Fuck all them. Front flip, back flips, and big ass smiles, and all that shit. He ain't smiled in about two weeks. I know this is breaking his spirit. Yep, it really is. But nah, it's it's you know he out here down bad. But he got that IC title, so now he has he is now a mid card king, and that he has won the US title and the IC title. Mm-hmm. So shout out to Apollo, and shout out to him. Like I still don't love the character. But I mean, hey man, this is getting him exposure, so I guess I'll rock with it. Uh, then we have Rhea Ripley versus Asuka, strong match, and similar to Bianca Sasha, you just got to start making new stars, man. Like, I don't like the way Asuka's title run is gone, but in the future, no one will talk about like you know. Oh man, this run. This is all the people will know is that Oscar was what a three, four time women's champion. Mm-hmm. So I'll, I'll yeah, two time Raw women's champion, SmackDown women's champion, two time tag team champion, NXT women's champion, Money in the Bank winner, Royal Rumble winner, third women's Triple Crown champion, second women's Grand Slam champion, mixed match challenge, NXT year award went year end award. Female competitor of the year, overall competitor of the year, tag team Slammy Award of the year. Everything she has, a woman can do in WWE, she has essentially done. Oscar won the greatest worker. Big E said it as well, but I'm saying it. Oscar won the greatest of all time, bro. Yeah. Like, I'm not even talking about women, men. I'm talking about everybody. Yeah. She's, she's one of the greatest of all time. I've been, you know, I know how I feel about Oscar. Like, yeah, she, she's one of the greatest of all time. So, yeah, I, I knew Rhea Ripley was gonna go over. I, I didn't like how the match was, but you know, I'm not big on Rhea Ripley matches. I don't particularly find them entertaining. Uh, I don't. She moves too damn fast, and we saw it last year with Charlotte. And you know, what I mean, everybody's saying she's young, but I got my take about that. I'll leave it alone. It's just you know, slow the hell down a little bit, and you working yeah. with. Two of the greatest of all time. Just slow down. They're gonna give you everything you need. Just follow, follow their rhythm. You know, don't yeah. be nervous. You it was no crowd last year, but even though you were on WrestleMania, 
yeah, it's a reason to be nervous. It's like, just slow down. It, it, it's one thing to work in NXT, which is essentially the development on TV. And, you know, everybody's doing front flips and doing all this crazy shit, and you can work around that. Yeah, because everybody's still kind of developing. But when you yeah. go against legends, you kind of want to just take your time and they'll give you everything you need. Yeah, I think it's just a lot, too. It's just she's still less than 10 years into her career. Like, you got to think. Um, Asuka has been wrestling for, what, close to 20 years now. Mm-hmm. Um, Rhea Ripley, what? She's been wrestling for, what, at most? Yeah, Asuka, man, 20-some years? Yeah. Well, at least I got here, Rhea Ripley been wrestling since she was 16. But, yeah, like... And I, I will admit, her triple threat match with EO and Charlotte, Rhea looked a lot better because she looked a lot more comfortable knowing being in the ring with Charlotte. This is her first time with Asuka. This is her first time in WrestleMania with fans. And the thing I'll say about Rhea Ripley is I don't think they have another 24-year-old on the roster as talented as her. Yeah, at this point, no. No. Like, I think people thought Liv Morgan was talented, but she ain't that. Like, I like Liv Morgan, but she ain't Rhea Ripley. But, uh, no, nah, I thought this is the right move because, like I said, you know, I think early on is you got to keep making new stars. Yeah. Like, if there's one thing the pandemic did was it made them rely on people who can work in the ring. And they just looked at their young talent as like, so who's young and who can go? That was Sasha. I mean, that was Sasha. That was Bianca. That was Rhea Ripley. That was Raquel Gonzalez. So if you, so long as you keep making new stars, you'll be fine. And if it don't work, she's 24. You got time to build with her. Exactly. So, you know, it ain't going to hurt. And this don't hurt Asuka. Her legacy is already set. She'll probably win another title before her career is up. Yeah. So she'll be good. And then we go to probably the best match of the second night. Well, definitely the best match of the second night, which was the main event, Roman Reigns, who ended up defeating both Edge and Daniel Bryan in the triple threat match. Um, Yeah, shout out to all three of them for really bringing it in this match. Like, I've heard you say Christian is better than Edge. I'm going to keep saying, hold on, I'm going to keep saying it. No matter what platform I'm on, I'm on. Christian is better than Edge, bro. Edge only fire when he in a sort of a stipulation match. Otherwise, in that, it's like watching the ECW match in WWE without all the semantics of a hardcore. He throwing about a thousand punches. Somehow he gonna integrate a cheer or he gonna integrate somebody running in. It ain't good. I don't like. I, I don't like. He don't do no rest holds. He just be throwing punches. It's like, all right, now you give me something. Whip to the rope. All right, now you give me something. That's it. The edge. The only reason why this match was fired because the Roman Reigns and Daniel Bryan and Edge had certain spots. He brought the cheers in, and that was straight. That's what I'm saying. It's always a catch with him in these matches. Christian was in TNA out here having real life matches. Shouts out to Mighty Brown with him. Scott Steiner matches he was having. Who else he had a match with that was fire? One-on-one fade. Samoa Joe. I think he had one with Kurt Angle as well. And they were just straight-up matches, bro. Yeah. No, you're absolutely right. Um, 
I think Christian is the better all overall overall worker. But you want to know why Vince thinks Edge is better? Because Edge is Edge is better at being six foot five than Christian is. That's really it. Yeah, no, it 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 truly is. Is it's it's a that's, like that's really it. Edge is just six foot five, and Christian is just six one, which at any other point would be enough. It, it's a bias. It's it's really just a bias when it comes to him. Like I think that's what I told people. It's just something about Christian that Vince like despises. Like, bro, Christian should have been in the Hall of Fame by now. Christian absolutely should have been in the Hall of Fame by now. That that is the true crime here. Um, the one thing I will say about Edge, too, is that Edge, and Christian does as well, but Edge uh, Edge just get. I guess, since he doesn't do a lot of holds, he gives you a few more memorable spots because he does a lot more leaps, a lot more dives. He has to do things that people remember a little more. Like, I'm going to be honest. Out of all those TLC matches, I don't remember too many Christian highlights. I remember some edge highlights, though. Well, that's because Christian was out here taking all the, the big bumps. Yes. Remember, he was he was falling off the damn ladder. See, yeah. the thing is, too, with him, remember, he retired second to edge. It's still, it's still crazy that the Hardy Boys not hurt more than them. But that's, that's besides the point. I think about that every week, like, bro. How how didn't they retire at 35 years old? Yeah. Like, they was taking the biggest bumps. And then with Christian, it was just kind of like, yeah, he retired second because of the neck. I don't know if it was the – I think it was because of his neck injury, but he came back fast as hell as well. But it's like, bro, like, with Christian, every – so the thing is, he's been to different promotions, two different promotions prior to him leaving WWE. And then when he left now to go to AEW – he was just like the same thing. Like, they ain't got nothing for me, man. The last thing that happened to him before he left is he kept getting his ass beat. Well, he got his ass beat multiple times by Randy Orton. <laughs> the same thing happened to Matt Hardy. They just got their ass beat and then went to uh, – just went to AEW. So, no, it's just – it just – with that triple threat match, and I'll talk about it. The triple threat match was great. Uh I've had a discussion about it last night, Undisputed Hater, about how that's probably somebody, my co-host said, shouts out to co-host said, that that's probably Roman Reigns' best match thus far. Uh, I can't agree with that. I think just because we haven't seen it yet. But overall, everything played a key role. And that's what I love about these Roman Reigns matches that's been happening the past couple months. Everything means something. Every spot means something. So, uh the best thing about it. So this is Davis who said this was the best Roman Reigns match we've seen so far? No, nah, my guy coach. Oh, okay. I'd, I'd have to respectfully disagree just because that fast lane match with Daniel Bryan has been the best Roman Reigns match we've seen so far. And, I mean, I can see how you could put that, this one, as there because this one also has Daniel Bryan. Because the common denominator is if you got Daniel Bryan in there, in a main event match, in a match where you like, yo, give give them everything. You're getting everything from Daniel Bryan. And then you're getting everything from Roman Reigns. And then you're getting everything from Edge. Who's mm-hmm. a big moment guy. So there was no way this match was going to be bad. There was just no way. Like, 
Edge versus Roman would have been fine. It would have been a good main event, but not a great main event. And that's where Daniel Bryan comes in. And this is why, you know, Daniel Bryan matters. Even as much as Vince hates putting Daniel Bryan in things like this, because he just he just wants to be right about Daniel Bryan. He has to acknowledge Daniel Bryan makes everything better. Like, if like I don't want to say this like Rome is not good enough, but if we're saying Edge isn't strong enough of a worker, that's where you put Daniel Bryan in to give Roman something to work with. Mm. And I really thought this was going to be the return of Jimmy Uso. I don't know when he's coming back. They they saving it. Uh, it's been it's been a year now. Like unless he really about to call it a career. That ACL should be straight, so they're probably saving it for him to come back for a moment. I don't know if he's gonna have to get jumped in like he did, like his brother had to by the tribal chief, or you know, it's gonna be one of the things where they're gonna save him to come out and save Roman again. I don't know, but he, he definitely coming back. They they just saving it for the proper time. It's just everything that's worked with this tribal chief run, which I said is probably the best thing to happen to pro wrestling in 15 years. Uh, and I'm, I'm dead serious about that because the last thing I was really, really, really hyped about was 06 when John Cena was going crazy. Then he went to the Hammerstein Ballroom and had that match with RVD. And the guy won the title finally, the WWE title being RVD. It, that's that's really the last time I've been hyped about something because oh, yeah, because that 06 year had, you know, Kurt Angle went to Impact. He had the fire matches of Samoa Joe. Uh, what else happened in that year? There's a couple other things happened in 06 and uh, TNA. I'm trying to think of another promotion, but for most part, those two. But yeah, bro. So it's like, I, I, I for me, like I said, I, I talked about it before, man. I, I feel like he got he has classics, and since he came back, he has had classic matches. I mean, this is another one. And what I mean by classic, you know, I don't do the whole hype beast thing but what i mean by classic is you instantly got it and then you like i'm gonna go back and watch this like now and i ran back a couple of matches and i'm like no it still hit the same you know i think everybody's just waiting for that one because he got yeah. that one that's coming out that's gonna make it say okay this this was definitely special that um, they get brock lesnar out the snow and then there we go i think the match that that makes the most sense and i think this is the next year's wrestlemania event if they're smart is it's got to be Roman versus Drew. Like, the Survivor Series match was really, really good. It was really good. If they would have put that match in front of a crowd, we would be saying that about Roman. If we would have had that Daniel Bryan versus Roman Reigns match in front of a crowd, we would give Roman even more of his flowers. Like, there is no way... And I'm going to say this now. If anyone from AEW wins the PWI Wrestler of the Year thing, then I know Tony Khan is paying it off because you can't look at what Roman has done, what Lashley has done, what um, Drew has done in the past year and say that someone from AEW has done better. Right. Like, there could be some people in AEW that you can say is top 10. I won't disagree with that, but no, there's no one 
that's been better in the last eight months than Roman. There's no one in the last eight months that's been better than Drew or Lashley. Like, I don't know if you could put either one of them above one or the other, but they've all been killing it. Everything they've been given, they've just smashed. And, yeah, man, like, what... What... Um, what's the best way to say this? What is, what is possible for Roman going forward? Like, cause like, honestly, like now that we've cleared the WrestleMania air, what you got on SmackDown, because raw, the problem with raw is they just don't have anything when it comes to main title contenders. Like who are your contenders? Drew, Ron, Randy Orton, you're not going to give it to Sheamus. You're not going to give it to Riddle. So who else you got? Jeff Hardy? No, not anymore. <laughs> you know, so who else you got? You might have to move some people over. You might have to shake something up. You might have to move Cesaro over to Raw in order for him to get off. Miz? No. It ain't happening no more for the guy. Mm-hmm. Um, at least not in the immediate future. AJ, I can't see I can't see AJ winning the title ever again. Uh, and he don't need to. I mean, he got like a, two years left on his contract or something like that, I think. Yeah. I'd like to see another Kofi run. If for no other reason, then why not? Yeah, I'm with you. Or at least have let him have a singles match with Lashley. I think the two of them could really destroy it. But when you go to the SmackDown side, you got endless possibilities you can run back like if you wanted to run back kevin owens and roman i'm with it if you want to do cesaro and roman i'm with it if you want to do seth and roman i'm with it you want to do big e and roman i'm with it my thing is so this is kind of a dickish thing this this is how i would take the belt off roman you could do roman and drew at wrestlemania and then you let Seth cash in and take the belt from Drew the way he did Roman at another mania. You let Seth do it again. Because, I mean, you can move this to Big E, and I can see some ways Big E could beat Roman, and I'd be fine with that. I could see you can do it some ways with Kevin Owens or Daniel Bryan, and I'd be fine with that. I could see some Cesaro ways. But really, if you really want to get the heat and you really want that pop, let Seth take it off of Yeah, um, you know we. I won't think too deep about it because we don't know what they' about to do, and they probably don't even know what the hell they're doing. Because, like you said, they don't think about long term booking. But nope, they, they'll come up with a way. At least I'm thinking more so. Smack, I'm always thinking about SmackDown. I don't think I don't give a damn about what's going on the rub because they they just don't have it together over there. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So it's one of them things. It's one of the things where we just gonna see what's gonna happen for the most part, but they keep finding a way. Yeah. Well, I mean, they look dedicated to keeping this Roman character strong. The one thing I will say about both brands is we have an actual mid-card again. Yeah. 
which is always good because that tells you who's a mid-carder and who's a champion. The reason you had a bunch of champions who you didn't know shit about was because you didn't know if they was good mid-carders. That's why motherfuckers don't like Braun in the championship thing because he's a mid-carder. Like, if Braun was running around here challenging for the U.S. title and the IC title all the time, no one would be tripping. Yeah. But seeing that dude main event all the time or, like, in contention for main eventing, don't insult my intelligence. Yeah, exactly. Uh, But no. In reality, this is uh, we probably about six months away from Omas winning the world title. I give it to him tomorrow. Fuck it. Why not? I, I think he's alone. I think he's ready. Yeah, but um, nah, we'll see. Because I mean, it's only a matter of time before we get Omas versus Braun. And please oh. let that be the end of Braun. It won't be. It's motherfuckers the boogeyman. He he never coming back, bro. I mean, he gonna keep coming back. It's never gonna be the end of Braun, bro. And he gonna be in the Hall of Fame just solely based off like two title runs and him pushing over ambulance. That's it. Yeah, that that's all it is. You know, he he made a career out that a hey, legend. Yeah, you know how corny Braun is. I have to stop saying get these hands because of that white man. Yeah, that's his whole that's his whole go to phrase. It's like, all right, bro. My thing is with him, it's just like he said steely cage. He had a silent E at the steel cage. I said, all right, bro. All right. Also, so I mean, I know we're doing a lot of bronze slander, and this is like that's all so this is one, Yeah, this is one thing I will say about Braun. He can actually work in the ring. It's the character shit that I have the problem with. So the character work, which is kind of out of his hands, because WWE is just so particular about their character shit. But I've seen that dude wrestle Roman. I've seen that dude wrestle Bobby. I've seen him have matches with Rollins, and he actually looked good. So I'm not tripping when I say that dude could actually be a decent wrestler. It's just the character work is trash. But I will say this. That gimmick of, like, Braun versus Brains... I thought it was kind of bad because, hey, man, some people are stupid. You know, it just is what it is. Like, some people deserve to be called stupid. Or a better way is some ways of thinking are stupid. They don't make sense. So to sit here and defend everyone that got called stupid is in itself stupid yeah but before we get out of here we was talking about releases at the beginning and i just want to send a shout out to uh eva lease who just got released from aew and the reason she got released is because supposedly she complained about a coach's behavior towards her Mm -hmm. which is also what happened with her in nxt with Bill DeMont. All I can say is this. Wait, wasn't Bill DeMont in NXT coaching people? Yeah. No, that's that's where it happened with her at first. Like, she was one of the first people 
So like in 2014, she was one of the first people to say it, but instead of like, this is before everyone else started coming out. So they just let her go. Cause she was like, I think like one of, if not the first person. So the fact that this is happening in AEW too, and WWE is like, congratulations, AEW. Even when you're not trying to be, you're like WWE. Mm-hmm. But we'll get into AEW next week because I do want to talk about this blood and guts match that's about to happen. Um, yeah, I know what I'm going to say. Yeah. Chris Jericho, you are 50. You are 51 years old. The hell you doing in a cage? Oh, boy. I, I, I ain't going to hold you. I was watching uh, like an hour and a half of, of that uh, that Stone Cold uh, interview. I watched a little bit of it. Yeah. I, I haven't seen it yet, but I'm guessing it's just Jericho and Stone Cold talking about Perfect. the WWE days. Yeah, nothing more, nothing less. People was like, oh, is this a return? No, oh, it was just, you know, Vince ain't thinking about AEW. That's why he said, yeah, let them come through. I've seen this movie before. Everybody said it's gonna take me down. <laughs> I'm making the most money I've ever made in my life in the past year. Not worried about also, that. Also, like, look, man, everybody except AEW has said they're gonna take Vince down. Like at the very beginning, they was like, We ain't trying to take WWE down. We just want to be something different. They take all the shots they want, but them niggas know. Like, bro, you're not messing with him when it comes to wallet, bro. Like, that's yeah. the whole thing we learned about Vince. Just leave his money alone. Yeah. Like, that was after after the first double or nothing. Like, Cody was like, yeah, we ain't here trying to, like, take their stuff. That's why we coming on Wednesday. Like, we don't want no beef. Just, bro, you, you not, as long as you don't mess with his pocket. That's what history has shown. As long as you ain't messing with his pocket. He, yeah. He's straight. He's straight, bro. He, he, don't, he cool. You don't fuck with my money, then everything is coomsy. You know what I mean? Don't, don't mess with my paper. That's what we learned about Vince. Yeah. Like, this weekend, this week is what I thought would happen with AEW. Since they have no competition, they broke a million viewers. Mm-hmm. And NXT this week did their best numbers of the year, with I think they did about 800,000 viewers. So all that tells you is, hey man, it's enough for everybody out here. Absolutely, we all can eat, man. Yeah, everybody eats for free, B. Everybody gets to eat. And the thing is, if we got more good wrestling, that's just more shit for us to talk about. Mm-hmm. You know, you got your so Impact stuff coming on. That's tonight, actually. Yeah, I ain't, bro. I ain't even watch Impact in a minute. I ain't gonna sit up here and lie to you, bro. You ready hey, for Rich Swan to drop the title to Kenny Omega? Bro, Kenny Omega about to get every title. He going to get the MLW heavyweight title somehow. He going to – that yeah. corny bastard going to get every title, bro. They're going to have Thanos and then they're going to have Hangman Page be Iron Man and snap and take all the titles. It's going to be weird. Um, But now, now that Ibushi ain't champion, hell, I wouldn't be surprised if Ibushi go to AEW. Yeah, Okada definitely need to go somewhere other than where he at because them knees is cooked. Yeah. Impact will be a nice place for him, though. They'll take care of him there. Yeah. I agree with you on that. Just somewhere other than the place that's giving you pain. 
Yeah, there's it's no need to work stiff no more. Look at Shinsuke. He out here surfing now. Right. He like, oh, I left that behind in the old country. I'm out here surfing. I'm living my best life. Yeah, I don't care about that. Y'all talking about why they don't use Shinsuke. Shit. I don't want them to use Shinsuke. He talking to third person. Yeah. Who said they don't want to use Shinsuke? Maybe I don't want to be used. Right. Maybe I just want to sit back, sir. You know, I hear an Ohio player say song. I want to be free. Yeah. Playing Guitar Hero. I ain't worried about that shit. No, sitting up here kicking it with Woods. Like, if I'm the champion, I got to do go do autograph signings. This motherfucker over here playing video games and giving nicknames. What sound more fun to you? The nicknames. The nicknames. All right. Good night, everybody. <laughs>